Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com and today I want to talk to you about video game monsters or more specifically about times where you literally became a monster in video games. Now we're all used to running from the big bad spooky things from the closet that come chase us and turn our innards to outards but there are video games that let us play as the monsters and trust me, it is delicious. Being able to rip people apart, tower over our foes and then squash them like little fleshy tent pegs and then possibly breathe fire over the remains is of course a delight. So let's crack on shall we as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com and these are 10 video games that let you become a literal monster. Number 10. Sonic Unleashed Bet you didn't think we were going to start with this one, right? So first things first, before we begin, the where in werewolf is actually Latin for man. Ergo, werewolf means man-wolf. So by extension, we're actually calling Sonic a man-hog, not a werehog. It's annoying, but here we are. Anyway, right, Sonic Unleashed sees the blue blur accidentally transform into a man-hog by coming into contact with an energy known as Dark Gaia. The game never explains how it affects him in this way, but whatever, we'll roll with it. What this means is that Sonic ditches the gotta go fast gameplay in favor of more of a, uh, well, brutal action variety. Well, as brutal as a Sonic game can be. Don't expect Gone of War is what I'm saying, but it's still pretty heavy. Now, this game is not the most refined of experiences, given that this was the era of Sonic trying anything anything to stay relevant. But the grappling and climbing bits were fun, the fighting, not so much. But you know what, it fits the criteria of this list because Sonic becomes a monster and this game is kind of a, well, a Frankenstein's monster of ideas and stitched together other bits. Anyway, moving on. Number 9. Splatterhouse 2010 The original Splatterhouse was already intended for mature gamers by letting you transform into a Michael Myers slash Jason Voorhees knockoff back in the late 80s. The 2010 remake, however, took that old-school angle, called it a pansy, and then ramped it up to the extreme. Gone was the boiler suit and machete, replaced instead by Rick the Roid Monster. And this is not just a bit of a transformation, we're talking titan monsters from Batman size. Granting a near-death Rick the power to save his missus from the clutches of a nefarious Dr. West, the Terror Mask lets Rick smash his way through time and space to get Jennifer back. And smash, he does. As very few things can stand in the way of a 10-foot monster wielding an insane amount of mystical strength, and the end result is so much violence, gore, and even more blood than a mass paper-cut accident at a haemophiliac annual can get together. This was a reboot that nobody expected and was geared towards the edgy metal crowd and came complete with some Mastodon tracks on the soundtrack and therefore was an absolute blast to play. Come for the violence and stay for the witty mass dialogue. What a treat. Number 8. Aliens vs. Predator 
Aliens vs. Predator holds the distinction on this list of not being able to play as one, but actually two types of extraterrestrial monster. Spoiled or what? Do you become one type of hunter that seeks trophies for the hunt, be it human or otherwise, or do you play as the perfect organism, whose structural perfection is matched only by its hostility? Playing as the former, you're sent under the guise of trial and initiation, picking off colonial marines as you thwart the xenomorphic prey your kind has long since hunted for sport. Will it be spear, the shoulder cannon, or the more personal touch of the wrist-mounted blades? And where will you keep all your trophies? Those are questions that the Predator has to deal with on a daily basis. Or or you can play as a Xenomorph, getting revenge on Wayland yutani breaking free of your constraints and overrunning the planet with your brethren, which, in all honesty, is just as fun. Stalking from the shadows before dropping down onto your victims is simplistic savagery at its best. Whichever one you play as, both have their merits. And you know what? Those colonial marines probably deserved it anyway. I mean, just look at that bloody game. Number 7. Maneater Jaws the film glamorized the notion that sharks are brutal, ruthless killers of the deep. And, well, they can be, but they're also definitely not. They're actually quite docile unless provoked or you're leaking red stuff into the sea. That being said, Maneater sure would be more boring if you just played as a toothier version of Echo the Dolphin pootling about the sea and chatting with your shark mates. Instead, you evolve from pup to megalodon-sized predator and wreak merry hell on a coastal southern town. And you know what? It is immense fun doing it. Taking on all comers, whether it be land or sea life, chomping down fish and humans for sustenance and evolution points is a sheer thrill. Growing bigger, kitting out your killer with new abilities and evolutionary traits is worth the investment. And cresting the water to dive bomb onto a hunter's boat, scrabbling round on land to interrupt a garden party or just absolutely mulching whatever comes your way is just a simplistic joy. It even actually goes to some lengths to make the humans look like the monstrous ones there, which means that you feel even more justified and doing what you do. So go on and do it. Do 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 do. Number six, prototype. I know that you're probably reading this list by this point and thinking that man is probably the real monster here. And you know what? Definitely. Just 100% we are terrible. Absolutely horrible. But you know what? In prototype, you can actually be man and monster and be terrible at both. Alex Mercer, the protagonist of Prototype, already had a bit of a dubious past as a scientist prior to the New York Blacklight outbreak in the game, and granted that he does have amnesia at the beginning of the game, so he's not initially to blame. Of course, you do find out that you caused the outbreak in desperation, which led you to becoming a literal monster. But you know what? That's by the by. The core concept is, is that you are both man and monster. You can act like the former in cutscenes and story-wise, but when it comes to gameplay, well, you're definitely a monster. And it is is monstrous fun. Mercer's infected superpowers let him cleave people in twain, consume them, learn their memories, and even morph into a mimicry of them. And when you remember that last bit, it definitely becomes a bit dodgy to ever try and place him as the good guy of this story. In the grand scheme of being a total superpowered monster, however, it is insanely fun to cause this much chaos. Number 5. Bloodborne so the general gist of Bloodborne is to keep your sanity, not succumbing to the madness that consumes Yharnam. Bloodletting, ancient practices, the perpetual looping of old gods, hunters and such is meant to be avoided. 
Well, usually that is. Because if you're feeling fancy, you can do the complete opposite and give in to the craziness thanks to the beasthood stat. This, coupled with a rage-inducing weapon and armor set, will let you lose all semblance of a poised, skilled hunter, and instead you become an almost feral monster, hacking and slashing your way through most things with your beast claws. Fill your beasthood meter up completely and you become a whirling dervish of ferocious attacks and strengths as you rend almost anything in your path to bits. Of course, there is a caveat. The higher your offense, the weaker your defense. But then again, who cares? Throw caution to the wind and descend into the visceral madness. Become a literal monster in the eyes of other hunters. It's basically Bloodborne's go-nuts mode. It's not for the faint of heart or newcomers, in fact, but more of a carefree monster mash mode. And it is immense fun. Number four, Altered Beast. This is actually the second tale of revenge and rescue on this list, but weirdly, it's actually not yours. I mean, it is your mission as the player has to rescue Athena, but she's the daughter of Zeus who sends you on it, so it's actually his rescue mission and you're just some lucky puntery resurrected. But don't worry, you're not just some shambling corpse. You can actually transform or alter yourself into a variety of monsters or beasts in making altered beasts. Oh my god, it's a very clever title. Collecting three spirit balls will allow the hero to turn into a host of where things, depending on the level. A wolf, a tiger, a dragon, and even a bear. I know that the last one didn't sound cool and that the dragon should have been the last one, but you know what? It's nice to have variety. Each transformation grants you an ability, like the dragon that can shoot lightning. And if you're super skilled, you'll be able to keep the powers running until you face off against Neff himself, which is no easy feat. Still, watching that transformation video each time is always going to be a blast. Number three, Stubbs the Zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse. Zombies do get a bit of a bum rap, don't they? Forever vilified as being monsters, but yet they are that way through no fault of their own. Whatever fuels them, be it chemical, supernatural, or just stubborn refusal to die, keeping them not alive, it's not like they have any control over their actions. Unless, of course, you're Stubbs. Unfairly bumped off by his girlfriend's dad, Stubb refuses to die and instead enacts his revenge on the townsfolk by turning them into an undead army. Oh, actually, maybe after reading that, zombies definitely are monsters then. Yet, in this case, is definitely worth it. The shoe is definitely on the other decaying foot as you rip, tear, eat and convert in Stubbs' quest for, well, disgruntlement at being dead, really. Even after getting revenge, Edward Stubbs Stubblefield continues his recruitment spree, reducing the whole town to nothing but zombified legions. While still a monster, Stubbs does have a heart in there somewhere, even if it's actually not beating, because he reunites with his sweetheart and child eventually. I mean, true, he eats her and his son tries to re-kill him, but still, it's the thought that counts. Number 2. Carrion At the end of the day, sometimes it's just nice to be a monster with no morality whatsoever, and that is where Carrion comes in. Originating as a biomass found by scientists, our titular monstrosity has one thing on its squishy agenda, and that is kill. Well, kill or consume and escape confinement, but mostly kill. And the best part is, unlike most games where this would be a bad thing, Carrion lets you go full ham on the masses of terrified scientists around Relith Science. Eating the staff keeps you healthy as you explore various tunnels and labs in order to regain the piece of genetic code that has been dismantled from you. It's kind of like the ending of the film Ex Machina, but rather than a sentient AI trying to blend in with the world, the carrion mass just wants to blend everyone up into an edible mass. Which in all honesty is bloody great fun. And number one, Rampage. Did you ever watch King Kong and think, hey, maybe being a giant ape would actually be totally kick-ass? Have you ever sympathized with the plight of Godzilla? Are you pro-rights for gigantic wolfmen? Well, Rampage has you covered on all three fronts. 
Well, if by sympathise you mean destroy anything as one of three massive monsters. That's what Rampage has let you do in various forms all the way back from 1986 onwards. The core concept has always been the same. Pick one of the three and smash, crash and bash buildings to rubble. No deep interwoven storyline connecting the ape, lizard or wolf. No bananas plot twist like your wife being your arm. Thank you very much for that, Bionic Commando. No, it's just you and a couple of friends, if you wish, living out the fantasy of being a giant monster. Now, there is an element of tactics at play being an arcade game after all, like don't eat electrical stations or get bombed, or don't let paparazzi blind you with their cameras, but otherwise Rampage lives up to its name with pure, unadulterated carnage. Just remember to avoid being eaten by your mate if you shrink back to human form. That can definitely end a friendship. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.